Hey everyone, this is TJ from Yitzhaku Bros, and you're listening to the podcast, and I'm here joined by... Uh, yo, what's up guys? This is Ethan, also from, well, the second half of Cool Yeti, Yeti Cool Brothers. We'll work it out. <laughs> um, and we uh, just want to go over, now that um, Oda is taking his break uh, for eye surgery, and it's going to be quite a while uh, of a wait. Yep. I think the last time we had a break like this, um, it was time skip. So many, many years right. ago. So um, I think content's going to be sparse during this time. I think a lot of YouTube creators and a lot of content creators around the the One Piece um, community are going to be trying to look for extras or more theories to build on and stuff like that. And I think it's really important that we start to address what we're currently know and any, any hot takes or, in our case, cold takes that we could also address as well. Yep. So... At the moment, like we're looking at um, what had happened over the last two chapters prior to the break, um, which was at 1084. So now we're just going through chapter 1085 in terms of the things that had happened during that time. Anything that would have missed up, uh, we would have missed along the way. We know that a couple of key things had happened during that time. Obviously, the, the big obvious one would be that Cobra was assassinated. Um, and then there were... Yeah. There were a number of parties that were also involved that weren't supposed to be witnessed to the, to the incident as well. So we've got Sabo being one party and then the other one being Wapol. Yep. Is there anything you want to add to that, man? Uh, Sabo and Wapol? Yeah. Um, not really at this point. I think it's key that Sabo was part of it. Wapol just happened to be, he's like a buggy character. He's, a, yep. he's like right place, wrong, uh, right place, no, wrong place, right time, kind of a type. Yep. And I think his is very key because if we just had one person that had seen it, they're the, mm. they're, they're the, the loose end, right? As you may say. Mm. But because one of them was Sabo, who has an agenda against the world government. And then you've also got Wapo, who is, you know, figuratively and literally a big mouth. <laughs> who happened to yeah. cross paths with the biggest mouth, Big News Morgan, I think that's really key to progressing the story here. And I think I think part of it would also be important because they both witness the potential reveal of the Corusea powers and also yeah. of Emu revealing themselves. I think it's great. I, I, think, it's, I think it's great what, what they did there. Yeah, I guess the only thing that I was thinking of the whole time... <clears throat> And I mentioned this in the last one. It's like, how did it, um, how did, um, what's his name? Wapo get there at that point? And also, like, what kind of, uh, building, what kind of architect designed that building to, like, you know, he just looked through a hole in the wall. <laughs> he was able to see this guy that is just, just being revealed to the, in the story, like a big figure. Like, that's true. So maybe he just entered a wrong room or something, but that was just like crazy that he just looked through a hole in the wall and he was able to like see some like see a a really secretive room, I guess that you know, no one's supposed to see. Yeah, that's something. right. Like you're not meant to see that area, that location. So maybe maybe Cobra wasn't the first struggle, wasn't the first for that to happen. Oh, like he, oh, what are you trying to say? Like he gave kind of 
done this to another big figure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. You reckon like another king though, or just like a big figure? Maybe not a king. I I mean, if it was a king, then everyone would know, right? You can't just kill the king without the people not knowing. Like they'll be like, "Oh, where's um, where's the king? (laughs) He's been gone for." What if? I don't know. All right. Well, here's 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 a take on that, and uh, it just came to me. Um, what if the last person that had seen Emu, it wasn't Cobra, before Cobra, what if it was T-Bone? Oh, right. Yeah, I remember T-Bone. See, because we <laughs> do. don't, we don't know the context as, as to why that, that would have been there, but what I reckon is, what if it was like a overpowered hockey stab yeah. you know who did that before Zoro Zoro's done that before or someone's done that oh Brook Brook did it before he did it to to Brook Shadow did it to Zoro Ryuma Ryuma did it to Zoro back in um, Thriller Bark you know he did a he did a thrust and it went all the way through the wall through the wall CP9 <coughs> could do that and it would go through the wall so I wouldn't be surprised if this announcement about T-Bone, his, his announcement of his death, I wouldn't be surprised if the context of that was because he got assassinated, he got killed by these guys. Because yeah. he was kind of like a righteous character, right? Like he was like yeah. A, yeah, he was, a, he was the good guy. He was, he was, over, well, he's, he was overly righteous, so he, he gave a lot. So that would have meant that like he would have tried to snoop around. He would have been like the type that was like something wrong here, so I'm going to investigate this. Yeah, yeah. Just that's my that's my guess on that man. I, that just came out. That just came on the spot. But I reckon we weren't given any context in terms of how he died. I think there's a connection there. Dude, that'll be so dope if he was alive actually, because that's such a. I don't think anyone's thinking of T Bone. <laughs> yeah, well, they said that his death was important, was significant. And yeah, it was oh, only really? like. All right, you, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Like it, it was at that point, right? And when the chapter came out, yeah, he was like the first picture, one of the first pictures in the front. Yep. And at that time, I was just like, "Why are we looking at this guy?" Yeah, why this guy? But I think it was focal, right? It was, it was, it said it spoke a lot, but um, I think it's being overlooked at the moment, especially with all the information we're getting from this chapter, from the from the last two chapters. All the exposition, exposition on, on the D clan and all that stuff like that. I think the questions that did come out was, why was Wapol there? And how did he see this? How did he? How did he? How was he able to see through a hole? Like you can't. Like it wasn't a crack. It was a hole. Yeah. So I think it was a thrust. Like, I guess to like expand on that too is like for me if I was like trying to hide my super secret name. But obviously, you know, you would have to, you know, go th- maybe a f- maybe ten or hundreds of floors down below. Like you'd have to, you know, jump through hoops to get to that point. Yeah. But it just seems like he was just there. <laughs> there was a wall with a hole, and he just went through. So maybe there was like an extra steps to, because I wouldn't think that like they would make that room that easily accessible. 
And you know what's interesting as well is um, they have the timing of his death. Oda's playing with time here that you can't line up the timing of anything. Because Sabo's going, oh, right. he's he's telling the story. Sabo's going back in time. <clears throat> you can't line up when exactly T Bone died. Oh, interesting. I yeah. think he's using that device to throw off the 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 reader, so that they so it doesn't seem obvious. But you know, once it becomes revealed, it's like, oh, that was the same time. That was during this time. So T Bone was mm. at the reverie. You know what I mean? Like something like that. Right could be onto something man if it comes out that that's true like that'll be man. because we don't know there's... where gap is now and gap should be at the river yeah. right but there's a point where he leaves to go after blackbeard so it's like it doesn't line oh, up right? really yeah yeah because remember because he's in the current I time i just remembered he just leaves i think he just uh, wasn't there a time a moment where he's just like out oh, tired of this or something that was that was when he delivered Shirahoshi, right? And King Neptune. Oh. And them, right? So, but, but he had to deliver them. So his goal was to be there. But I'm like, now that they're at the river, how long is this river taking? Is it a week? And also, when did he leave? Interesting. Because what, what did they need an ex- wouldn't they, they need to be escorted back? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So up should have stayed. <laughs> yeah, so if Gap, as a vice admiral, was was one of the people that had to escort a kingdom, like the the rulers of a kingdom. Wouldn't T Bone? Wouldn't T Bone do the same? Yeah, because T Bone is is vice admiral as well, right? Yeah, he's just a vice admiral. Yeah. Ooh, what if he? Okay, so he must have transported someone that's key to the story as well. Then. Yeah, probably. What if he was transporting Wapol. Escorting. Uh there should be a panel for that then because we see Wapple meet up with the others, right? They all cross paths. Right. Let's have a look. See if we can find it. Wapple Reverie. Okay, then so yeah, you you're right. Like he would have been there. Wapple was everywhere in the last chapter. He would have been somewhere. I reckon and at least there would have been a panel where he comes out of nowhere and he'd be like, What the hell is going on? Oh no, but like they escort them to the reverie and then they just leave, right? Yeah, it's that doesn't up. make sense because like some of them are still there, like the admirals. The admirals are there. So what I reckon is I think T-Bone, maybe he was one of the guys who escorted one of those other countries that are turning their backs against the world government, like Lelugia, for example, right? Then there's another one. I think that was the one that Bonnie had left on. The ship that Bonnie left on, um, I forgot what's called. Need to pull it up. Bonnie left on. Did you see that panel right there? The Tajin. I think. I think maybe he brought. He had brought the Tajin kingdom. Oh right, the other. Because these are the two. There's no reason why the Tajin Kingdom or Lelugia. I don't even know why Lelugia would turn against the world government unless it was like. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Lelugia has got the because because they they're siding with the with the with the revolutionary army. Whereas Tajin Kingdom, we know nothing about them. And I think maybe that was the kingdom, even though they're turning against the world government. What if they're the kingdom that T Bone had 
brought in. And now that Kimo's not there, Tejin Kingdom's leaving without him. That it's, I'm just throwing it up in the air. I think that's there's a connection here. I think it's very yeah. loose, but I, I think there's like some kind of connection. If you are delivering uh, a group of people, a kingdom, the kingdom's leaders to the reverie, wouldn't you be the same ones to take them back? Yeah. I'm convinced. I'm convinced, main, well, mainly, well, I guess it is loose from, from my point as well. I was like, I'm convinced just because, like, Oda introduced T-Bone again to the story. Yeah. But she, he just hasn't really explained why, and that's like the whole thing. There has to be some reason. I think you know, I'll go with whatever reason. Yeah, I wonder. I was like thinking, like, what the fuck is going to bring this guy back? Yeah, it didn't seem important. Yeah. Do we remember which chapter? Oh man, I gotta find it. Eh? Uh. Hmm. Gotta find it. Shout um, out to <clears throat> Crazy name. Ah, oh, okay. I mean, hey, I mean, it could be right, but it looks like, but on on here it says that he was killed in the Pepe Kingdom. Oh, okay. I don't know what the Pepe Kingdom is. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Could be some cool Pepe Kingdom. What is the Pepe? Actually, Pepe Kingdom. Heard of that? Um, there means so many kingdoms. I haven't really been able to like show. Uh, Actually, yeah, where do they see this news? Nah, it doesn't say he was killed in the Pepe Kingdom. It just says that news was shocked that he was. <clears throat> Maybe that's a theory that someone's had online. But this is like even news to me. Like, really? I mean, that was when Gap was talking about the Tsuru. About like people killing, uh, and and I think it it paints like that. What if he's they're getting attacked? Well, what if they, it's the it's the navy that's getting hunted down by um, crosscode. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think so. Interesting. Because it just because I don't know where the money is coming from. That's that's where I'm coming from. Like I don't know where Buggy's getting all his money. Like he's it's not like he's he's super wealthy. <coughs> he probably has money. Maybe crocodiles figured a way to. To, to bring more money into into Crossgold, but, and it's not even like this. Little, this guy was the one who killed them. Oh, I don't know. Wait, what do you say? Pepe Kingdom is what? Well, remember when T Bone had died, and there was a guy that had killed them. That had taken the fall for it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. It's, oh, it's a giant stretch. The guy that killed him. Yeah, yeah, it's a giant stretch, man. Right, right. I just remember it. So okay. much has happened in the story is being hard to keep up with what's what's what. Like, yeah. Yeah. Get buggy. Shout out to buggy. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's this guy. Anyways, anyways, I th I think one thing I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, did I cut you off? No, no, you go, you go. One thing I don't, I wanted to kind of talk about is like, um, especially from the last chapter. I think it was the last chapter. Um, was um, what's his name? You mean the recent chapter? Figurland. Oh yeah, forgot Figurland. Figurland. I don't know. Figurland, the King of God Valley. Yeah. Did we talk about this a lot last time? No. I think we were just like. We we were messaging each other. Or an it. Oh no, we we boy, we haven't. 
Oh, that's right. We didn't we didn't do a podcast for this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we were missing each other. I've just, for me for those of you listening, I had I had COVID, so I, I'm still reeling back from it, man. I'm like, I end up sleeping at like nine uh, six o'clock in the in the evening, six thirty at times because my body's just so tired. Um, yeah, so just reeling back from the COVID life. But yeah, let's let's carry on. Let's carry on with uh, with Figarline. What's your what's your take on this, man? Um, I mean, I don't really have a take on it, but I, I just wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And just like, you know, write it down, I guess, because um, I just saw the characters like, holy crap. I've been seeing a lot know, of like posts about that this guy could be related to Shanks. Yes. And all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, what was the main connection? Just because, well, Roger found Shanks at, at, God, at God Valley. Valley yeah. This yeah. is the king of God Valley. Yeah. And oh, and the connection that like um that the uh dragons have a uh, they, they usually have these secret discussions with Shanks. Yeah. So I was like, why does well, Shanks? Yeah, because yeah, because his dad could be the leader of the of the God Knights. That's crazy. Wow. Was it? Was there for a second? I thought it was like a connection of the names. Right, I see. Do we know Shanks's name? Like, no, we don't. We don't have stuff any... that I'm seeing on social media. Yeah, we don't know anything about Shanks. We don't know his. Um, we don't know anything in regards to his family name. We just know his name is Shanks. Yeah. And that he's got and a daughter. Yeah. I guess the other thing to talk about is character design. I mean, you can tell by the way he's drawn. He looks uh, important. That he's a important character. Well, that's what you said about Hibari, remember? Remember that? And then Hibari was frozen solid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still think she's important. She's probably like a love interest, right? Yeah. But that's, that's yeah. my, like, I don't know. But you're right, you're right. You're right about that. She, like she's a love interest for sure. So, yeah. And she was the one Just that was frozen. So like, it did, it did pro- progress the the event of... Um, yeah. of Kuzan arriving. It yeah, did, it mean, did add tension. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah, she could be important, but that, that doesn't mean she'll be alive. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, if I just go with that for like, well, I don't know if there's a, it's a theory that's pulled, or it's a thing that's that people talk about. Was like, but I think there's like, you know, obviously if there's characters with a bit more detail in their character design. And it's like, oh yeah, of course this guy's important. Yeah. Especially when I saw Law first time, I was like, oh yeah, who's this guy with the the specific tattoos on his hands and And the mushroom hats? Yeah, and the hats and the and the design sword. So I was like, okay, this guy's you know obviously someone important. And now this um, Saint Freeland, the Garland. I don't know how to say his name. Oh, this guy's like judge, jury, and and prosecutor, man, he himself. So, <laughs> and, I, and one thing also, like, I know this is like, um, especially with his character, he's not drawn like he doesn't have any. Um, and I hope people don't take offenses, but he doesn't have any goofy, like, character designs or traits. You know, like a lot of characters have like um, wacky designs. And well, he doesn't have anything. He just looks straight up like. 
just a cool guy with a medium series moon head. Really weird, but overall he just looks cool. And Shanks looks cool. And then you have uh, who's the character that stabbed uh, Whitebeard? Oh, Squad Ally. Yeah. Well, you can have a goofy looking guy. <laughs> well, he was he was pretty goofy, man. He spied on his on his forehead. He had a yeah. he had a ring of fire head cap. Yeah. No hair. So. So what was I going with this? Yeah. So anyways, like I'm just like any unimportant characters would look like that dude. Important characters would look like this guy, Whitebeard, and Shanks. And, yeah. To me, know, um, too long. like if I can give my own take, this guy didn't seem that impressive to me, really. To be honest, two things I noticed from him though, uh, aside from his his weird hair, his hair um, design. Was his shoes? He's got like very Alvish, Alvish type shoes, is what I what I could see. But then the other one was, I think he's only got one arm, man. Ooh. Because you don't hold a sword like that. That's weird. That's a weird way to hold a sword. But I think he's got one arm. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's a good. Uh, that's a good observation. I think I mean, the they only... drawn it obviously in a way where it looks like he's got one arm. Yeah, well, because he's holding the sword. It's a weird way to hold the sword, man. Like, yeah. why would you sit there and hold the sword with your other hand? Like, it's just, it's impractical. Normally, Zora, for example, would lean it on his, onto his shoulder, right? But I just don't see how this is a practical way of holding your sword, man. And it just, I don't know, it sounds like, it looks like it just gives away that he probably has one arm. Okay. I see your point. But yeah. so another point is like that, that is also hilarious to to use um, Zoro as an example for practical <laughs> sword usage. <laughs> he has one sword in his mouth. That's oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's always Queen's sword. He always puts Queen's sword in his mouth. Yeah. I'm on board. I'm on board. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, well, I just think that this is like a practical way of holding your sword, man. It doesn't make sense to me. Um, whereas you, when, let's use Zoro as an example. When he has the sword himself, he leans it onto his, on his body. It's his connection to the sword. Right, he's got a very close connection to a sword. It's like the sword is the extension of his body. Whereas this guy, I don't know, man. It, it doesn't say much in terms of like his relative to the sword. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. I mean, it could be, it could be a status thing, you know. Well, yes, yes, in the in the in the sense that they have weapons, they can they use weapons. The saints all use weapons. In, if that's the case, just a more higher up hierarchy. If we were to have one. Use yeah, use like more direct weapons. Whereas you see all the other guys, they have guns. You know, like Charlos. Charlos is the Mister Gunman, Mister Flathead Gunman. You know, one detail as well is that this this sword has a uh, uh, what do you call it? a guard? Yep, sword guard on the hilt. Yeah. So hey, that's that's adding to the the. Um, I don't, I don't know. Well, that's true. I mean, like, they, maybe that could show his fighting style. I think that's that would be. There could be a connection with him and Shanks as well. The same kind of sword style. <laughs> well, the guard looks like he can use it to defend. He can properly defend with it. Shanks is one, not so much. His is more like a swashbuckling kind of type. Uh, I don't think that, yeah. that you can defend with that. Let's say, for example, someone's with a like with a strike you. You could use maybe that guard on the Garland sword. You can use it to block. I think on Shanks' one, it's a bit too small. Too too small, too round. <clears throat> what is I don't know. I'm not a swordman, but, you know. <laughs> but, 
years of watching sword related stuff fighting afro samurai and all this stuff I, yeah you know what this guy even reminds you of that of, of number one on afro samurai he reminds you of him he's got that face right oh foreshadowing he could have like a oh big spoiler like a third arm or a, <laughs> yay it. well third arm with a gun right yeah, I was like, that's your... That was such a weird um, trump card to be like, oh, yeah, also I have the third arm. Just didn't... Uh, what if this guy is a... What do you call it? What if he's a pacifista? A cyborg? Yeah. Uh, oh, you need to question the makeup on that one. Yeah. There's no context, name? literally nothing. There's nothing that's been given to us, no information that could hint that he is the, he's one of those guys. By the way, one thing also, like this is all on his uh, character design as well. Um, can you scroll up a little bit? Picture. See, he has some. He has these um, circle things on the shoulder. Yeah, the world government things. patches. Oh, that's what that is. I think one of them is world government, and the other one is like it looks the same, but I think it's like a hint. Of what the that there maybe there's a governing body in in uh, in Marijua. Oh, like two governments. Interesting. I mean, I guess he would be the governor. Who's the uh, judge? Jury, executioner. Executioners, judges. Yeah, um, that's crazy. So he can judge dragons. Great dragons. No, celestials. Yes, dragons. Celestial dragons. Yeah. How how are you doing for time, man? Um, I'm alright. Cool. Let me just stop at LinkedIn. Yes. Cool. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, cool. 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 Well, yeah. I just want to make sure that we we make good use of time because you're, you're you're on a time limit now, yeah. which is all good. I, for me, I actually am too. Um. So it's it's it, it'll line up perfectly. So we'll carry on with some other stuff as well. Uh, from the last two chapters, I think one thing that I do want to mention. This is a cold take. Yep. Is yeah. um. Have you noticed that? Uh, and this is you brought this up last week, and actually the 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 last uh, podcast as well. How you said that Sabo is, seems to be drawn to the those with the will of D. Yeah. Um, I think that's really important. That was a really good find, a uh, really good pickup on your side, man. Really good observation. Um, I'm starting to notice that. I think it's not really Sabo, but it's more his devil fruit. Okay. I think. When you have the Mara Mara Nomi, I think you are inheriting the will of the flame, uh, like a flame bringer, someone to lead the path that the sun god would come, would take. I think that's what it is. Oh, because he didn't start like started. He didn't start crossing paths with all these will of D peeps. The only one was Dragon and Luffy and, and Ace, which that was probably just a coincidence. And even the the dragon one is a coincidence, I think, but it became more apparent after became after he he had he had taken the Marumanomi. Yeah. So his actions became a lot more guided towards that. I think what he does, same with Ace. So Ace had the Marumanomi, we know that, and then wherever Ace went, Luffy went after, like had followed after him. It's like a, it's like a someone bearing the torch for the king to arrive. So wherever the Wherever this person goes, the sun god is meant to follow. Oh, interesting. That's what I reckon it is. I think Sabo is considered a flame bringer. 
so because he because Saba was in Marijua, that's of that's gonna be the next stop for the sun god. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would probably be like it's it's kind of coming up to a you know battle of some sorts. I think right or yep. not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming up to the to the big battle, but we're having it. But uh, at the moment, it's on etiquette. It's it needs to be on marriage one. Yeah, I was thinking it would probably be on marriage one. Well, I guess there'll be one on etiquette, like a smaller one, and then marriage one will be on etiquette. Or yeah. it could be on wherever the one piece is. I don't know. There's a lot of things going on, but yeah, like just to add to what you're saying, and then I think I did think about it because um. I just hear, um, is, is there panels that say specifically, like, along the lines of, like, um, inheriting the will of D? Yep. Yeah, there's lots of, like, inheriting the will of D, inheriting. And I always kept thinking, like, Sabo was one of them. He felt like he was actually inheriting, you know, the D, you know, the will of the D name. Of the D clan. Because he wasn't really, yeah, he wasn't really in the clan. And he was, like, the perfect one. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's actually, like, I mean, he inherited the, like he inherited the flame fruit. He's friends with all the D characters. Um, Dops a D, eh? Did he got like Dops a D, yeah, Dops. yeah. He's his grandfather. That was one thing I didn't even realize until like we were necessarily actually doing it. Like he had all these connections, like further out to like dragon, dragon dub. Yeah, I just feel. Part of me also feels like I think all the all the D members are just all connected like they're probably i think they're drawn together to each other fate yeah i think it's fate it's like what what's um, the chances of that that's crazy though like your best friend is ace ace's um you know your brother's luku well and ace is the son of um, the pirate king yeah (laughs) and ace's you know and and, and garp yeah and luffy's the grandson of the hero of the marines and the son of the, of the most wanted man. So it's like, what a that's a, such a crazy coincidence. Yeah, and then after you get the, after you get the Miramironomi yourself, you start to be tied in with the, with Vivi. And those guys. All right. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you witnessed the you know the, one of the biggest things that happened in the story, which was the king. Well, maybe not the biggest thing, but up there. It's up there. He witnessed that. He was connect- he's connected to that too. Yeah. The king saved his life, really. Yes. Yeah. Now they have a connection. Oh, and then he knows about the I mean he was he was talk uh not really eavesdropping, but he heard about the whole thing you're talking about, right? Yeah. I think the only thing he's he, he's got a loose connection uh, with would be um Blackbeard. Teach and rocks. And, oh, right. and Jaguar D. Saw. I think they're the only Ds left at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so he was, he is the inheritor of um, D. Well, of D. To me, at least. Yeah, and I think, um, and that actually leads to my, to my second one. So, so my first one is like, I think Sabo is a flame bringer for like wherever he goes. And I think the Mary Maranomi is the flame bringing, um, bringing fruit. I think maybe, let's just say in the right. ancient yeah. times. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Uh, let's just say in the in the ancient times, let's say maybe um, 
maybe Sabo, uh, maybe the Miranomi was like a knight to the god, sun god, maybe. Yeah. That makes sense to me, like a right hand man kind of thing. Yeah. So it has to be drawn to that, to that person, um, and lead the way. Um, yeah. I also think like the clan, right? So I think the kingdom looks like. I think I think this D clan was a kingdom and and I think um maybe it's just the only the D clan maybe maybe it had like all nations under it and I think we're seeing echoes of it with other Yonko members trying to form the same type of crew. Alright, so you got okay. but but I think the one thing that's interesting is that they all have giants except for Kaido and Big Mom. So everyone has giants? Yeah, so all the Yonko have giants, <clears throat> right? So Luffy's got the giant. She's got um, I forgot oh, the name. Yes. You know, from the from his from his um his fleet, he's got that guy. It's not like Brog and uh, um Shanks, bro. I don't know. I th- I think all these Yonkos, the the new Yonkos now, they all have um, they've all got giants, and I think it's a maybe it's not like. Like something they really wanted to do, maybe it just maybe it just happened to them that they happened to get giants who wanted to join their crew. You know, you've got um, Blackbeard. He's got he's got San Juan Wolf, super giant. Right. You've got Buggy. Buggy's got a giant. I think I'm sure he's got a giant in his crew. I, I, well, if I remember correctly, I think that he had like some of the giants. It was the same giant from Luffy's crew. He was just working. For the cross kill though. Or he was working there before. I don't know. Who the same time right? Hazridin. Yeah, was it a mercenary? Yeah. Oh, like, you're where, right. Yeah, there was a point where he was like working and then um he leaves. He leaves. Yeah, That's he leaves right. to join. Oh, so he doesn't have a giant. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, yeah, so he was like, Whoa, like, why Very are you leaving? You know, you you're one of my top earners. That's very interesting. Yeah, because he left with the Giants. Yeah. They all left. Interesting. So I think what... Okay, so... Okay, then. Okay. Uh, New theory. (laughs) Okay. I found this on the web for Do You Siri. (laughs) What happened? Oh, I don't know. My Siri just started up. Let me turn that off. Um, okay, so new. Okay, you get okay. too close to the One Piece. So yeah, and and the FBI Max trying to stop me. Okay, so what I reckon? I reckon. I reckon, the will of D, I think part of the will of D is that you want to create a kingdom for yourself. That has, all of the nations under it. And I think other characters, they probably inherit. A part of the will of D, but they just can't achieve it. An example would be Big Mom and Kaido. <clears throat> Kaido's got giants, but he's got deformed giants. He's got the numbers. They're not giants. Uh, are they experiments? Yeah, they're experiments. Yeah. Big Mom's yeah. got no giants. Yeah. But, and I don't think Shanks has a giant. I think they just, they, they, they're not in his crew. They just like work with him. Yeah. So I think they're just partnership. But Blackbeard's got one. Luffy's got one. Rocks probably had one. 
Um, Dragon's got one. Surely you would have one. Dragon has one? Yeah. Morley. Oh, he's a dragon? Uh, giant? Pretty sure he's a giant. He's a huge man. If not him, Jaguar. Jaguar's still part of the crew. Oh, he was a revolutionary? Yep. And I think the only one missing is Vivi. She has a dragon. I mean, uh, I see dragon. Yeah, a giant. She, yeah, I think she's she's got to have a giant. I think there's gonna there might be a reveal. She got a giant, and it will it'll open up that hey, the decline actually is trying to create a kingdom of all races. Oh yeah. That's I mean, if you, if you say that, if you're saying that that's uh, inheriting the role of Vivi, technically, you know, Big Mama was trying to do that literally. Yeah. She's trying to make a whole nation of where all races can. Yeah, live together. That's right. Interesting. Even Whitebeard. Whitebeard had a. He had oh, a giant. Whitebeard had a giant. He had a mountain mover, continent puller. Right. Oars Junior. Yeah. Yeah, Oars. <laughs> when I saw that guy in the Marine, was it Marine Force? Yeah, he had everyone. He had that. He had a fisherman. He had. Uh, long arm, long arm peeps. Yeah, he had a whole bunch. Whitebeard, Whitebeard really was the closest to the One Piece. Okay. Yeah, whereas I think in this case, Blackbeard's now the closest. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I think I think what they're trying to do, what the D-Clan, I think the, what the will is, part of it is to try to create a kingdom. They're trying to recreate the kingdom from how it was way back ago where Lily was in charge, maybe. I say Lily was in charge, yeah. So that's inheriting that role of the kingdom. Yeah, nice, create nice. the kingdom, and then I think there's I think we're missing something here. Is like, why would you create the kingdom for? Like, what's it for? Is it to unite and all nations together to defend and protect freedom? Don't know. But they all happen to try and pursue freedom. All the all the guys with the who have the will of D. Oh, interesting. So I think. There's something very loose here, but I think there's like a there's like pieces that can be identified. That's interesting. What if the reason is to like you know inherit you're inheriting the will of D to you know fight against evil? Yeah, yeah. That is the role of the because uh, I guess apparently he has like control over the whole world. Yeah, maybe um, Lily had passed through had passed a, a, a her will out had spread it out there. Yeah. Just hoping someone would just at least like reincarnate or something like that and redo and didn't do it. But so fortunately enough, looks like a lot of people are doing just that, but they just don't really know it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my take, man. Any I think other... I think there's a connection here. Any other? Um yeah, and I have one more call take I wanna try and cover it, which is um I think Emu is like a nightmare. I don't think he's. I think if he, if Emu, if Emu is the opposite of. I think this is going back to that talk that we had about uh, willpower versus dreams. If yeah, did the, we talk about this in the last podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But oh, I think, did? yeah, but I think it, it's more apparent now that, yeah, I think Emu is more of a nightmare than he is a devil for user. Yeah. I be, well, it it sounds believable to me. Like, makes sense. Nobody would it. Like a nightmare. Instead of dreams, nightmares. It's like the opposite of uh, 
Yeah. Because I think technically everyone that has a devil fruit, they have, they've all had dreams to do something, even when you see all the evil characters. They've all had like ambitions and like goals. Yeah, and some of them seem to like really resonate well with their fruit, like Dofi, for example, right? I mean, resonated too well. Yeah, yeah, but too well. He to the point where he awakened this devil fruit. He actually aligned really well with the fruit that it was awakened. He was able to change the environment into strings and manipulate he the had environment. A dream. <clears throat> it wasn't necessarily a best dream. Yeah, it doesn't mean that dreams are, uh, are positive. Nightmare. Nightmare Luffy. Oh, man. Just like built off of negative energy. And I've seen things on, online too like that say that I guess the strongest version of Luffy. I don't know if I believe that yet, but I guess there could be an argument. Yeah, I don't know. Because the strongest Luffy would be sixth tier Luffy. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about your sixth tier Luffy uh, theory, man. Or the one that was passed on to you. I mean, (laughs) I inherited the sixth tier. You inherited. I just think that was funny. Uh, well, just to like go back on my my story because I'm because I work as a teacher, and a lot of my students they watch anime and um, you know also One Piece, and then one of my students just comes up to me and he's just like, um, "Yo, you reckon there's a sixth gear?" <laughs> I just started laughing. Yeah. You, just, when you say teacher, well, you mean I'm, design teacher, right? Yeah, design teacher. Cool. Um, shout out to Media Design School. <laughs> Yeah, as a design teacher, I teach them design, graphic design, and motion design. And, you know, obviously, well, not obviously, but, like, a lot of students tend to be watching anime and reading manga. That's and we just cool. talk about One Piece, and they're just like, yeah, you reckon, you reckon Luffy has a sixth gear? So maybe, maybe that could be a theory I'll introduce. To the, that's why I thought at the time, maybe a theory I'll introduce to the podcast. Yeah. A sixth gear. Um... He did say, he did kind of explain a little bit more. He was just like, yeah, all the hakis put together <laughs> in one form. Yeah, that'll be 60. Hey, I mean, it could be a thing. Like, you know, I don't know what the, I mean, I think a lot of cars have six gears. I, I don't know if that's where Oda got that inspiration from. I always thought the six gear was reverse. Ah. You know what would be crazy if it, if it turns around and this this theory isn't you know like a real thing and it's like it, there is meaning like you know there is no sixth there's sixth gear there is no sixth gear it's reverse because yada 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 interesting that could be like a theory like that interesting it could be sixth gear reverse like um in, in saying like that could be kind of like um uh, reverse gear I want to use um Naruto as an example. You know, when Guy, when Guy has that power where he unlocks all the gates and then he's like, you'll, you'll have to die at the end. Yeah. So it could be a power where he's like, okay, this is that Luffy at his powerful, most powerful stage, the sixth gear. But, you know, in another sense, it's also a reverse gear. So he'll have to pass away. His life will be reversed. Yeah, I always thought that that's what happened. That That's what that's what led him to, to awaken, right? What if... um. 
what if the reverse gear is his ability to take away? I love what taking it seriously too. From others. <laughs> so what if he's like a nullifier? What if he's like, you know that guy from X-Men? The one that can take away their powers? What if he's yeah. like that? A little kid. Right? Yeah, a little kid. Yeah, yeah like a sea stone. What if he turns into like a sea stone? Dude, I've always, I've always thought from like, it, it would be so OP if you had a character that just nullifies abilities. You yeah. have hockey that can like, let you fight other characters with devil fruits, but like, if you have a nullifier, yeah, what if you can nullify? Well, you do have. You've got a nullifier. You got it in Blackbeard. But what if you? What if you can nullify? Hockey. Yeah, something they can nullify hockey would be crazy. Reverse imposed will. Takes away their will. Their willpower. But that sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. If this, if we were onto something, <laughs> and I'm not sure <laughs> if we are. <laughs> You mean like the nightmare thing, dude? The nightmare thing, because I would feel the nightmare thing would be more of a nullifier. Yeah. It it drains your ambitions. It drains. Yeah. Oh well, dreams has already been drained by Blackbeard, but drains your ambitions. Then yeah, hundred percent. This is why I reckon that there was a theory that like people were hoping it the One Piece wouldn't turn out to be like how, um, how Naruto ended. Where everyone goes mm-hmm. to sleep. Oh, as the main, um, the bad guys' objective. Yeah. And like, oh. I hope it doesn't go that direction. I really hope it doesn't put everyone to sleep. It's just, it's just too convenient. Yeah. And it's also been done before. I'm just pretty sure Oda would know. He's a Naruto fan. He would know not to. Of course, he would know. I think it's a big story. I think that type of story is a big thing. I think it's seen in other arcs or in other animes too. I think it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a, it's a classic story ending arc archetype. It could be the thing. Yeah. It's always like one of those themes, right? Where the villain is like, you know, I'm trying to create a peaceful world. This is the only way that we can do it. Yeah. hundred percent. I had to control everyone and put everyone to sleep. Or... Yeah, and it's for like some dumb reason. Like, my girlfriend left me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be loved, so no was... one's going to be loved. Oh, was that... <laughs> Wait, was it? Is that real? Wait, you're not referencing something, right? No, 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 no. But it's like, we'll you try. know, you see this in like, even like Marvel movies, right? Even that that type of story ending. It's like, you want to justify it by building up the, the villain so much that you understand and then you yeah. drop that and it's like, and then, and then it, it, all it becomes is just the, the villain, the big bad versus only a few key players rather than everyone else. And I feel like that's overdone. I, I, I want a big war. I want it to be worth it. I want it to be a giant war where it's like, where it's really, po- like Marineford, bro, that was such a good arc. Because there were so many, it could have gone both ways. It could have gone either way. Yeah. And the, it was just hard to predict what was going to happen. I mean, you you kind of knew what might happen at the end, but you just didn't know what was going to happen in between. So you had like you lost oars. You had Boa turn on them, and the and protect yeah. Luffy. Luffy was like they had a key, and the key was almost about to unlock Ace, and then it got shot by Kizaru. And I was like, what? And then your one player was 
Mr. Mr. Three. He saved it. He created a key. And I was just like, man, like this guy was clutch. Like he was clutch. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine people that have um, watched it in real time and read it <laughs> week by week. Oh, yeah. That would be like fuzzy. Because for me, it's like I watched that whole thing in like the span of like maybe <laughs> a, a, month, a month or a few weeks. Yeah. So I wasn't there to like experience the like, oh, they had the key. Like, wait a week <laughs> to, to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, I know. No, the build up. The theories and the build up in between is like, man, I would have loved being part of that. But uh, no, I ended up <laughs> just watching. Yeah. It all in the span of a short time. By the way, the same <laughs> student that said it was like sixth year, he watched One Piece and uh, finished it all. Caught up, you got up to date in like four months. Yeah, pretty doable. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh, pretty come doable. On, man. I, was, I was just like, yo, what do you. He did say like 20 episodes a day. Yeah, well, you look. He's, he's in high school, so. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing else going for you, man. Yeah, of course you can. Like, you see, that's the. The benefit of being young, hey, is that you have so much time on your hand. Yeah. That you could you could feel like you could do so much in like such a short amount of time. Like you could watch the whole you could catch up on one piece and you could still be playing games. <laughs> and and finish finish like three games. Like, and be highly ranked as well. And be highly ranked, so. yeah. Like Kim.com, right? He had nothing else going for him at the time because he was under house arrest and he was number one COD player in the world. That's yeah, time is certainly an advantage. And uh, time is what we don't have because we're now down to the last five minutes. Um, so just yeah, to sum up the Coltex, Saba the Flamebringer, D-Clan Kingdom, I think those who carry the D happen to have, or maybe with, uh, maybe not even to their knowledge, but they're trying to assemble, they try to assemble a crew of completely different people. Um, and then there are others who show remnants of it, but they just haven't quite achieved it. Like yeah. Big Mom... Kaido, even Shanks. Um, and then you've also got the Gear 6, Gear Reverse. Um, I wanted to close off on one more. It could, could be. Yeah, go on. On one more take, which is, what do you think, now that we've revealed the Seraphims, Dofi, Moria, and Crocodile, what do you yeah. think Crocodile's death of free power will be? Because it won't be sand. It won't be a low, because as we know, you can't replicate a Logia fruit. So his will be different. What do you reckon it will be? Um, I'm not sure. I, I just have another theory I want to talk about your theory after this. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, we'll what leave that up to, to the listeners. Fire away with yours, bro. Mine? Yeah. Okay, there was the, the theory about like uh, Crocodile, right? With like uh, Ivankov and, and like circling around that he's a female. He's looking kind of female right now in this panel. No? Yeah. Yeah. He's looking kind of female in this panel. I'm just saying that this this could be an extra detail that they've just like reinforced their theory that he was a female. I don't think he's because the other theory was that he's Luffy's she's Luffy's mother oh man I don't know about that theory man I don't think <laughs> I don't think I don't really want that I guess but it does look kind of female in this picture so it could be 
yeah, that, that theory could be kind of real. It's looking more real to me now, looking at the picture. I just realized that. Or it could just be like a dude that's long hair. But yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Um, I've got a okay, okay. I, I, w- I want to cover this. Going back to crocodile, uh, seraphim crocodiles, devil fruit, um, yeah. and I will, and just looking back on all the other seraphims that have devil fruit powers, and even though they didn't have it, so an example would be seraphim Jimbe had the sumsum fruit, yeah, and that was tied to Frankie. Frankie had a moment with that with uh, Senior Pink. There was another one who had a devil fruit that sword, the sword fruit. Uh, that was Mihawk. Mihawk had I thought they just get their whatever devil fruit that they have. Like, uh, didn't um, Kuma just have the war fruit? Yep, yep. But uh, Mihawk and Jinbei don't have devil fruits, right? So their seraphim yeah, counterparts would have devil fruits. And from what we can see, from what I can see, the Mihawk one had the sword, sword, or had the weapon, weapon, or like, you know, the whole body's a weapon fruit. Yeah. And so. We know from Mr. One and Zoro, that was an important part for Zoro in terms of development. Mm. Right? Zoro was able to cut through metal. With Jinbei having the Sumsum fruit, we know that that was an important part for Frankie because Frankie was able to outbeat oh, no. Senior Pink. And that was an important part for his development. <clears throat> Is there another moment for someone else in the Straw Hat crew that we can look back on and, and, and probably see? That someone had a moment with this one character, beat them, because that's what I reckon the devil fruit for crocodile might be. Um. Okay. There's there's quite a lot of fights, but I don't know why this one is sticking out to me. I'm thinking of Nami versus the silk fruit. No. Okay. The nullifier. <laughs> is it? Yeah, I guess it is. The, the nullifier, the silk nullifier. True. Okay. That's one. It's not the most exciting fruit. Yeah, I wouldn't turn that as exciting. I'm trying to think of like Chopper, maybe Brook. And you know what's also interesting? Sanji. Is that the Zora one with the with Mr. One and the Frankie one with Senior Pink both happen in arcs that resemble each other. Alabasta yeah. and Dressrosa. Uh, what was in between that time? Uh, what's in Dressrosa? Water seven. Water seven. Damn. So, whose fight during Water Seven would be pivotal? Brook didn't fight. What are you thinking of, Luffy? Luffy. Luffy's. I was thinking of the other two because actually they all had pretty good fights. Sanji kind of, but like I remember Nami did. Yeah, but I think for development, right? Luffy. Like, Luffy next stage development. Main. Luffy was the main, and then Zoro was the second. Well, Luffy, because he had he, he showed uh, Gear second. Yes. <coughs> so Luffy for Gear second. Um, and that was against Bluno. So maybe it might be a door-door fruit. That, that was such a useful fruit. So, I, you know, I won't, I won't be opposed to that if they use that. Yeah. Um, it's a dodo fruit or not the uh, leopard fruit? Yeah, so it could either be a dodo fruit or leopard fruit. Uh, Sanji it could be the wolf fruit. I doubt it. That would be that. Could be the giraffe one. Nah. 
<laughs> Should have given him. If if not water seven, because these guys these guys are going to even even in the context. Let's let's put it this way then. Even going these guys are going to fight cross guild. Hmm. The I think the event that connects them all together would be they're all warlords versus the other three warlords, which is buggy, mihawk, and crocodile. Is there a connection between an event that they were all at, and it was Marine Ford? Buggy, Luffy, and Crocodile. Yeah, they were all at Marine Ford. I think it's a Marine Ford Delfruit. I think it's someone had who had shown a, a an ability during uh, Marine Ford that was uh, a very like like that stood out. Oh. I think it'll be this. It'll be Delfruit. Um. Almost all the Delphites. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the Whitebeard. It'll be probably a Whitebeard crew person, I think. Okay. The, the only other one that's kind of stood out to me for some reason is um, Kakainu's um, Lava Fruit. Yeah, but you can't do that because it's Logia. You can't Logia it. Is that the rule? The yeah. log, you can't have Logia? Nah, you can't replicate a Logia fruit. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think. I think what if it was not Boa? Um, wow, if it was another Whitebeard one, then that's crazy. The Phoenix Fruit? Yeah. Uh, I think that might be a... Yeah, what if it's a Phoenix Fruit? I'm just trying to think of the main pairs of Whitebeards. Phoenix Fruit, you have the Diamond Fruit, whatever it's called. Diamond. Diamond. Could be diamond because, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, yeah, I reckon it's diamond. Not a bad fruit, though, eh? Ultimate defense. And we don't know what's that. Nothing harder than diamond. Yeah. Oh, we only know that. Um, wasn't it one of Blackbeard's had taken it? Oh, did they? Yeah, pretty sure. Oh, I don't remember. Cause I know, I know the the characters like kind of look similar. Would be Jesus. Jesus. I'm sure they did. I think he's still chilling somewhere. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Maybe. Maybe it's just me. Can't be mistaken as a it's a paramecia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, I think it's that. I think it's diamond. I think Just it's you. it's diamond crocodile. Okay. Oh, you reckon they have to replicate the devil fruit and feed them to the seraphim? Yeah. That makes sense. Well, it's that green thing on the arm, where the <coughs> where they get the devil fruit power from. You know what would be funny? You cut, uh, cut to the. The chapter where they reveal the uh, crocodile's power, and it's the giraffe fruit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the one where he pulls the mallet out of the out of the pockets under his under his neck. <laughs> Which one is that one? It's one of like <laughs> one of Whitebeard's like <laughs> pulls a giant oh, mallet out of a pocket. He's he's the pocket pocket fruit. 
all the fucking pocket food. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, starts with B. Blamenka. <laughs> Blamenka. Yeah, and he pulls it out of his chin. Yeah. I mean, it's a useful fruit, though. <laughs> yeah, it has some some kind of use. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that. I think it's um. I think it's gonna be a white beard fruit. It's it's either gonna be a marker, but Marco is already alive, so we. It's it's more the questionable: is this person still around? Type of person. Wait, does it is there a rich as well? Because the Hancock character has the same food as the. Yep, yep. Because so they're they're direct clones, but the Mister One we haven't seen Mister One for a while, right? Mister One. Yeah, Mister One. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen him for a while, and the Mihawk Seraphim's got his, his deal fruit. We haven't seen Senior Pink for a while, and Jinbei's got it, and yeah. we haven't seen Diamond Josie for a while, and so I think. Yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. Calling it. Calling it. I, I, I call it that. Sweet. All right, should we leave it at that? Yeah, I agree with that. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and then just comment if you want to join in, uh, if anything. And um, hope you enjoyed the cold text that we had on board, uh, being Cyber the Flamebringer, the D-Clan Kingdom, and how, it's, how the will of, uh, of D might what it could be um gear six or gear reverse and then also what is crocodile's devil fruit power which i think is i think is awesome takes and also r.i.p to t-bone anything you want to add bro t-bone um not really just excited for the next one same same <laughs> all right guys uh we're gonna wait at that we'll see you in the next um in the next podcast episode uh Enjoy the rest of your day and week. And, and if you have any questions or any theories, happy to hear about it. See? All right. See you guys.